G'day guys and welcome to the Coach Mark Carroll podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to try and make a quick hitter. My goal at the moment is to really try to hit three podcasts, a really detailed one myself on Mondays, then the chats with MC and LS on the Wednesdays with Lauren. Um, and then on Fridays, I'd really like just to do a really quick hitter, but just something trying to produce some value for you as always, whether you're on your drive to work or on walk on Friday or whatever it is. So this episode, guys, Hopefully I can get in seven, eight, 10 minutes of value. And this episode is struggling with hunger in your deficit. So basically tips to help you manage hunger. Now, before I go into this podcast, I just want to say that people seem to kind of, I don't know, when you talk about hunger, sometimes I like, oh, yeah, I post about hunger tips and being like, all right, here's some tips to help you manage hunger. And then you get those anti-diet people like, Wow, oh my God, how dare you tell people to not eat if they're hungry and all this fucking shit. And firstly, shut up. And secondly, if people want to lose weight, whether it's for um, improved health or their goal body composition or they're dieting for whatever goal, shut the fuck up and let them diet. Okay, stop being a wanker and telling people they're bad for wanting to lose weight and improve their health and life for their own personal goals. So here's the thing. Hunger majority of the time in a dieting phase will eventually arise. It's just sometimes for some people get more hungry. Some people are less prone to hunger. Sometimes in dieting phases, for whatever reason, you can be more hungry at different times. I've done cuts where I'm always ravenous. I've done cuts where it's just been smooth sailing um, and probably due to things like stress and stuff like that outside or external factors in your life impacting hunger levels. But at times, guys, I'm sorry to tell you, but if you're dieting for fat loss in a calorie deficit, which means you're in an, a deficit of energy to fuel your processes of like your life, you're purposely creating a negative energy balance, which means you're purposely not giving your body enough calories to maintain its weight, which means you're probably going to be a little bit hungry. That's the whole point of a calorie deficit. It's We're doing it to create a fat loss response, okay? So is do we want to be hungry? No, being hungry sucks, okay? There's nothing worse than trying to make good decisions when you're hungry in a dieting phase, okay? So that's why the more we can help, the more we can help manage hunger, the better, obviously, because it's a lot easier to diet when you're not hungry, you know, far less, you know, it's a lot easier to adhere to things and um, stick to the plan when you're not super hungry. So guys, here's some just simple quick hitters. And I use these all the time. And I know some of these will be like, oh, cool. I get that. But I can't stress enough over and over and over. I put these in a place and they help. So number one, and this is going to be a no shocker, but protein intake, get your protein levels up. So protein of our three macronutrients, we've got our protein, carbs, and fats. Protein has been proven to be the most satiating. Okay. So someone with say on 1500 calories, if they have a diet of higher protein versus someone with lower protein on the same calories, it seems to show that those people with the higher protein intake feel more full, okay, more satiated. Again, remember, the key to fat loss is a calorie deficit, yes, but we also need dieting adherence. We need to adhere to a calorie deficit. So the more we can make ourselves adhere to it, the better results. So number one, guys, protein intake. I've done the big protein episode a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, so go listen to that. But anything, you know, around two grams per kilogram of body weight, 
um, and up for the, for the leaner you become to 2.5 grams per kilogram can really help a lot in dieting phases. So number two, less liquid calories. And so this is something I actually, I've been trying to find research on this a lot. I've been trying to, and I can't, I haven't seen research on this, but basically comparing, I want to see research on it, comparing say whey protein versus say eating something like chicken or uh, like a solid food protein. And I haven't seen research on this. So comparing how full someone is say an hour, three hours, six hours after eating just a protein shake or consuming, drinking a protein shake versus obviously having a solid source like chicken, um, steak or whatever, but I haven't seen that. But what I do know from anecdotally and also from other calories is when you like let's say you're making smoothies with lots of carbohydrates and stuff like that and putting fats in and you know lots of um, fruits and stuff like that, that's a great way to get calories in when you're not hungry. So when I have clients in a, in a building phase and they're struggling to get enough calories in, I want to give them more liquid calories because it's easier to consume calories just by drinking it down. So on the other end of the spectrum, if you're in a dieting phase, you want to feel as full as possible. So that's why trying to often chew your food um, can often help make you feel more full. So this is why, again, I still like shakes and stuff like in dieting phase, but other calories and stuff like that, carbs, your fats and stuff like that, I'd rather my clients get whole food sources over just having you know big smoothies and stuff like that in a dieting phase if they're struggling with hunger. Anecdotally, at the very least, I think it seems to help a lot. And from the feedback I get from clients that they tend to feel more full. And I think anytime that you can make the, when you're hungry and you make the the process of consuming your calories even slower, it does help to feel a bit more satiated. So on that topic, guys, number three is don't eat while distracted. Okay. So don't eat while distracted. So often, you know, we sit down, have a meal and we watch TV or we get on the phone and we're on the phone chatting, gossiping. Well, not everyone, but you, d- you do that, you know, and you're not, you're not focused and you just quickly have your meal. The problem is that often, and I'm sure any of you have died, have felt like this is you're eating in a distracted kind of state and then you're on your phone and then you look down to go eat your food and then it's all gone. And you're like, what? Like, where'd it go? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, like, I'm so hungry. I didn't even notice I ate that. And now my 400 calories is gone. And, you know, so a big thing is try to really focus on your meal. So if you're really hungry in dieting phases, try to have eat with no distractions. Just try to focus on your food. You know, maybe turn off the TV, don't eat, you know, while on the go. Try to literally find time just to focus just on your meal at the time. It can really help a lot. And it's also actually quite positive for your things like your digestion by just trying to focus on your meal okay the next one is and this is a, again one i talk a lot about and that is just like protein being very um positive for things like um satiate being more satiating so is fiber so fiber obviously is something we're going to be found in things like vegetables and um our fruits and stuff like that and also um, carbohydrates fiber has a great positive impact on making you feel fuller for longer okay so this is why when you're dieting yes we want protein but we also things eating carbohydrates and vegetables which are and fruits which are high in fiber are also going to positively impact your 
feeling of being more satiated. Okay, so fiber is harder to break down. It generally makes you feel fuller after you eat. So fiber and protein are fantastic options when you're dieting to feel fuller for longer. Um, I think I'll try two more. Okay, because I wanted to keep this short. Next one is eat foods like which are ideally low calorie but high volume so foods which you can eat a lot of which feels like you're eating more of but isn't super calorie dense so things like you know obviously that's why things like green vegetables and stuff like that yes they're not always the most delicious thing but when you're eating them with say a protein source it can add a lot of bulk to your um, meal add a lot of of the aspect of just chewing you know chewing your food helps with also basically telling yourself that you're probably going to be more full so foods that are harder to chew and take longer to chew and again increases the time that you're actually sitting down and eating the meal can also make you feel fuller so foods that um generally super low calorie but high in volume things like even things like watermelons a really famous one for having you know you can eat a whole lot of watermelon for um very little calorie amount and that's why those kind of foods are fantastic whereas on the flip side you know, obviously there's no necessary good and bad foods, right? And you can lose weight on eating delicious foods. You can lose weight on eating crappy foods like McDonald's. But the thing is, lots of like my, one of my favorite foods, guys, I can tell you right now is when I'm in America and we'll just say when in Hawaii is the Cheesecake Factory in Hawaii. And you go to the Cheesecake Factory and you get a piece of cheesecake and it's like, I think the one I had was like 1500 calories for one slice of cake, 1500 calories. And you eat it and you're like, oh, well, where did it go? And, you know, 1,500 calories just felt like nothing. And, you know, those kind of foods are obviously not your friend if you're trying to stick to a calorie budget because not only is it just stupidly, insanely calorie dense, you also eat it and then you can feel like you didn't eat 1,500 calories. You feel like you ate only a few hundred calories, so you still feel hungry. So we want foods that when we eat, we feels like we're having a lot of it but it's not going to obviously be driving your calories a lot. So that's why things like greens and a lot of fruits. And, you know, I'm a big fan of when I diet things like berries, I love my like blueberries and strawberries, obviously guys, so many different benefits of a health perspective from you know, micronutrients, but again, also going to have a positive impact on a, a level of being more full. And the other one guys is something I find really helpful and with my clients and, you know, when I was in my best, best shape years ago, even though I love flexible dieting from a standpoint of, hey, like, you know, there's no good and bad foods, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. You guys heard me say that over and over. You know, you can lose weight on, you know, different foods and stuff like that. But something that helped me more so was at least having a structure to my day of when I'm going to eat. And that really helps you make better decisions. And it helps you also basically time your meals to when, you know, when you are often quite hungry in the day. So for example, for myself, when I was with a coach years ago, I was working with a coach, he used to give me, you know, I think my calories are like maybe 2,800 or something to diet. But one of the meals initially was like 800 calories first thing in the morning, it said to have. It was, and the thing was, I was being a PT, I'd start work at like 5 a.m. And I wasn't hungry. And here I was trying to literally have like steak and rice and almonds, I think at like 4 a.m. And I was just force feeding myself when I had zero appetite. But then late in the afternoon and night, I was ravenous 
And I used to think, man, I wish I had calories then, more calories for the back end of the day when I was hungry. And so just by having a schedule and a, a strategy to work around with your nutrition of like, okay, cool. 8 a.m. is breakfast. 11 a.m. is a snack, a protein shake and a piece of fruit. One o'clock is, a, um, you know, protein, veggies and rice or whatever. whatever it is for you. Having structure can really help with um, giving yourself better ability to manage hunger. And especially the thing with structure, guys, and having a bit of a plan, it means that when you are hungry, you know what's coming. You know there's a meal coming. You're prepared. As I said, there used to be a saying that's saying, um, hungry bodybuilders don't make good decisions in fat loss phases. And, and it's true, but it's, it's true for not just bodybuilders, anyone. So when you're in a dieting phase, try to plan ahead, know what meals are coming so that if you do get really hungry, you're not like, oh my God, I'm out. I'm just going to have, you know, drive through fast food or whatever. You might go, you know, I'm out. I'm really, really hungry, but I know I'm going to be in half home in half an hour and I know I'm going to have X food. It's there as soon as I get home so I can push through this hunger and I've got a great meal waiting for me that's going to keep me on track with my calories. So that is it, guys. Pretty simple. These tips, pretty simple. They actually work, okay? They work really, really well. I use these tips on, you know, my clients who are general population clients trying to lose weight, but I use these on, you know, my pro bikini competitors in the past and stuff like that over and over when they have to get superhuman lean. So they really, really work, guys, and put them into place. Because remember, yes, a calorie deficit is key to fat loss, but a dieting adherence, actually adhering and being in that calorie deficit is what leads you to ultimate goal of hitting your body composition um, goals. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this short, quick hit uh, episode. If you enjoy it, please make sure if you haven't yet, guys, leave a five-star rating on the Coach Mark Carroll podcast and also follow the podcast, guys. If you haven't already, make sure you click the follow button so you get all the episodes right away. You don't have to wait for me to kind of talk about them on social media or email them out. So please follow the podcast, five-star rating. If you haven't yet, please leave a review. And of course, Share to your audience. When you do, it helps tremendously, guys. And as always, if you need help with your training, make sure you go to coachmarkcarroll.com and use my programs. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great weekend or whenever you hear it. Thanks, guys.